is up, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of Talking Football. How you doing? How are you living? Justin Trees and Austin Cunningham coming here to you to discuss the Super Bowl. Not exactly the results that we were hoping for, especially on my end. I was so close on the prediction. Rams, Chiefs, I really thought it was a game we were going to get three years ago. Come up to this year, it was looking real good, especially that first half of the Chiefs-Bengals game in the AFC Championship. And then it all just came tumbling down very quickly that second half. And I was left in a restaurant in Memphis just speechless for about 15 minutes after that game ended because it was a how in the world did you lose to Cincinnati in overtime at home after winning the coin flip. You put up 42 against the number one defense the week before against Buffalo. I was at that game. Incredible atmosphere. It was awesome. Loved it. And then you come in, you just lay an egg against Cincinnati. It's tough, but you got to give credit where it's due, and that is to Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals and that defense for stepping up and making plays and holding that offense down in the second half. Enough about the Chiefs, so all credit to the Bengals. Rams will be breaking that game down. But before we even get into the Super Bowl, big news for Teresa's Jacksonville Jaguars. Finally hired a new head coach, Doug Peterson, formerly with the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Wins the Super Bowl with Philly as Nick Foles as his quarterback. How do you feel now with Peterson being your head coach and leading the way with Trevor Lawrence and his future there? Yeah, um, I'm excited, honestly. I, I really am. Um, what is going on? Apparently, somebody is trying to call me here. Give me a second here. A phone call right there in the Just middle of this. Phone. Yeah, that is fantastic. That's a for you. That is fun. Yeah, that is uh, my other Talk about a party foul. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay. Um, okay, back to it. Uh, yes. Am I excited? I am. Like, I won an offensive minded coach. Um, it sounds like from the reports um, that Trevor Lawrence was okay with three candidates. One, Byron Leftwich, two, Nathaniel Hackett, three, Doug Peterson. Those were the only three that he was okay with. Um, mainly because he wanted he wanted a quarterback heavy guy and a offensive minded heavy guy. Um, he and he loved the idea of his uh, of his play caller being a former quarterback as well. So that even bumps up Doug Peterson and Byron Leftwich even more. Yep. So um, I'm excited about it. His coaching staff right now is it's interesting. So he's getting a ton of X players that I really, really like. I, I think that's like a good thing to like have X players everywhere. Um, so Mike Caldwell, most likely going to be called the DC here in the next probably 24 hours. He is the inside linebackers coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. So Hopefully he brings that Todd Bowles style. He has been with Todd Bowles for a long time, like with the Jets and Arizona and Tampa Bay. So like he's oh, they've wow. just been together forever. So like I feel, feel like he's going to be that style. So that's awesome defensively. I think you're going to get a ton of you know pass rush, um, you know a lot of blitzing schemes, zone schemes. So one. Miles Jack season next year. He's going to move into that Devin White role, and I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, Andre Cisco is going to move into you know into a nice safety role there. So like I'm just super excited about that. Um, but then back onto the offensive side, sounds like uh, Prez Taylor might be named the OC here shortly. He's not going to call plays. Doug Peterson during the press conference said he is going to call plays. But even if you're not calling plays, the offensive coordinator is very very important. Like he's with mm -hmm. the quarterback the most. Um, I don't know if I necessarily love that. Like he wasn't great in Philadelphia with Doug Peterson the last year. Um, and yes, 
Taylor, when you hear the name Taylor, yes, that is the brother of Zach Taylor, who's the quarterback or for the head coach of the Bengals that's in the Super Bowl. What was um, his so name again? Prez Taylor. Prez. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they and they did sign Mike McCoy, um, former, um, I guess, OC and head coach of what the Chargers, the Cardinals, and the Broncos. OC of the Broncos, head coach of the other two. Um, I like it when he's just a quarterback coach, like not, he's not calling plays or anything like that. It's just like, Hey, this is how you play quarterback position. He, you know, he was with Peyton Manning for a while. He was with Philip Rivers for a while and stuff like that. So I like all that. Um, so anyways, um, it's fine. Like it's not a big deal. The one thing I hate right now is they have yet to like officially announce they're letting go of the wide receiver coach. Um, and man, he's just so bad. <laughs> like, I'm just like, we got to, like, he, I hope they don't keep him around. They are keeping around the, um, running back coach. I do know that. Um, let's see, sorry. I'm just going through everything that I can remember right now. They did bring in, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I should have this written down for great podcasting, Uh defensive line coach from Arizona from the Cardinals is coming over. Um, former player as well, which I love because he's going to have a great relationship with like Chandler Jones, who yeah. is a free agent this year. So hopefully, you know, we can try to maneuver something there for Chandler Jones to come in with Josh Allen. I think that'd be a nice little fit as well. So anyways, not a fan of uh, Jason anymore. Uh, I'm not a fan of Chason because he's not good at the game of American football. Um so, so that is the problem there. Like, I think you have to be good at that type of game for it to work. Um, so, that's, I mean, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. But like, sure. Like chase on, like, I sure. I guess chase on can come in as, you know, the number four pass rusher, you know, on the team, like, you know, like special scenarios, like not what you want out of the number 20 overall pick just two years ago, but that's where we're at. So I, guess I didn't realize how bad he's been. Yeah, he's been really bad. Like the problem is like his rookie year, the final like four games, like he kind of went off. Like and by went off, I mean he had like three sacks. Like yeah. you know, like he he looked good though. He looked like a big improvement. And then last year he was just so bad again. Like it's just he just doesn't. I don't know. Like I don't know if it's just like he's not strong enough to like beat these these tackles anymore. Like he was in college, and he's like not quite fast enough. He doesn't have you know the moves. Like hopefully you know over coaching you can you know that can learn because he is a great athlete and stuff. But like it's just been it's been disappointing so far. So, yeah. anyways, I'm excited about it. Um, I'm not gonna like pretend like he was my top choice. I I wanted Byron Leftwich. I made it very clear on my Twitter that I wanted Byron Leftwich. Um, but when it's all said and done, he was, he was probably my second or third option, you know, like kind of in that Peterson. area. Uh, Peterson was my second or third yeah. option. Yeah. 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 So, you know, like I'm good with it. Like Super Bowl winning coach seems like he's got a good plan. I hate that um, Balky's still around, but it does sound like they're, they're going to hire an EVP um, soon, which it could be Rick Spillman, former, former GM of the Vikings, which I don't, which I don't hate. Um, and then they're going to get hire an assistant GM. So they might like just kind of like bottle up bulky in a sense and just be like, you're still here and you're the GM, but you actually have no power because we have an EVP <laughs> above you. The head coach has a kind of say. EVP, and what is that? Executive vice president. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. So I, think I, I put that together as soon as I said it out last. <laughs> you're like, damn it. Um, <laughs> can you, can you re- erase that? Yeah, um, just shut up. <laughs> so, and then with an assistant GM, like, just have another voice in there to try to like 
do that. But anyways, um, the, the press conference was so cringeworthy. Like it was so bad, like with, because like bulky was there and I don't know if you, you probably didn't watch it. Only Jaguars fans probably watched it, but like, shout out to all of the media of Jacksonville because they went after Shad Khan so hard. Like, and it was awesome. But they were just like, so why is Trent Balky still around? Like literally just asked him straight, straight up. Like, why is he still here? <laughs> and uh, while Balky hey, was sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't give a shit. And they're just oh, like, why is he wow. still here? So there's reports that like all these head coaches said no to you because Trent Balky is around. Um, and they're like, so did, and one of them was like, so did you offer the job to someone? And he said, someone not Byron. Mm-hmm. He's like, can I, did you offer the job to someone? And they said no, because they wanted their own GM and you said no, <laughs> like just like all of these tough questions. And like shotgun just like tippy toed around them. And like, it was just like, dude, we know you're lying. Like, we know this, like this, yeah. these are all facts that are out there. Like get out of here. So anyways, it was nice to see, um, why he's still around. I mean, there are reports that Shad Khan literally said, I didn't fire a GM because I didn't want to do the research of having to find a new GM. Then sell the no fucking team. Shit. Then sell the team, bro. Like, sell it to your son who's a stud. Like, Tony Khan is a stud. Um, like, what he's done. I mean, I'm not into wrestling, but like, what he's done with wrestling, what he's done with Fulham, the soccer team is unbelievable. Um, when they first like became owners, like the, the dad and like, so Tony was like really into analytics. He brought analytics into there and he found like all these good undrafted free agents. And like the, that first year, like those guys were the ones making like the big place for the team. And like, even like, there's some guys that are on like Cincinnati and like Baltimore, I mean, like Pittsburgh and stuff like that, like just making big plays like today, like this year. And it's just like, wow. man, like you got to just like do that. Like he, and he, like he, he's smart enough to like, he would have just like hired, you know, like a, a GM and like hired people for like the draft type stuff, but like, like he does the analytics. or whatever. Yeah. Like, like whoever. That. Right. Yeah. Like, and it could have been like that. Right. I'm not sure like what he would do, but like, uh, honestly, you probably would do someone more of like the player side and not the analytics side. Cause I think he can handle the analytics side. So he would look for somebody more of like in the, like the scouting department, like, like yeah. okay, like help, help me out on this stuff that well, I mean, I think we're all on the same page. Like analytics are great. There are certain things that like, sometimes it's just like watching it. There's like, a human that, element of it as well. There, there is there, like, it, you have to have a mixture of that for, to be successful, I think. So anyways, so all the way back around. I'm excited about it. I think it's, you know, it went from, it was a tough week, right. From the day that like, it kind of announced that like Byron was the guy to like, all of a sudden it was dead quiet for literally like six days. <laughs> um, yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, Byron's out and it's Doug Peterson. Um, yeah. But I'm happy about it. Yeah. I, th- I like the fit. I think it'll be good. And I think Doug Peterson with a more, pure quarterback and trevor lawrence will be nice a nice change of pace of him yeah instead of carson Wentz trying to play hero ball the whole time yeah and he runs a he runs a more efficient clemson offense like yes. the rpo style They're like the, i think it's going to be great like i think it's strictly it's going to come down to like what wide receivers and another tight end i'm sure like who are you going to get um just like so i know obviously the big story is kyler murray deleting all of his all of his mm. stuff um DJ Chark did the same thing. So I think DJ Chark's done with Jacksonville. Okay, good. I've uh, been just kind of randomly thrown out there like him to Kansas City. I think so. Good that would little, be a good fit. Honestly, that would be a little low fit. key. And he wants to win cheap. Yep. 
Yeah, but the problem is I don't. That's the problem, though. Like, I think that like he's not going to get the money that he probably thinks, but I do think that he's going to chase chase money a little bit as well. Just so. give him fourteen mil; he'll be fine. I think yeah. fourteen mil is good. A yeah. little one year fourteen mil prove it deal because he got injured this last year, right? Yeah, he broke his foot. Yeah, come on in, catch the ball over the middle, run hard. Um, so let's go ahead and get into the Super Bowl now, the big game this weekend. We've already kind of started off the show with it. Rams versus Cincinnati. It's going to be an exciting one. It's crazy that the NFL has been going on for over 100 years and all these Super Bowls that have been taking place and no team had been playing a Super Bowl in their hometown and we're back-to-back years of it with Tampa Bay last year winning it and the Rams this year playing in L.A. Um, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be cool to see it on TV. It's going to be cool for the halftime show. I've seen people making the jokes like, oh, did you guys see that there's going to be a football game like before and after like uh, the concert of like Jay-Z and Eminem and all these guys that are there, Dr. Dre and uh, Mary J. Blige. And it was like, all right, well, that's kind of funny and cool. But then it's like you really start piecing those names together. Man, this actually has possibility probably be one of the best halftime performances we've ever seen. And it's happening in L.A for the Rams, and you look at the other storyline of, like, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have never lost a playoff game playing together. Joe Burrow went from number one pick, last place Bengals, to, you know, up here to the top, beating everyone through the playoffs, getting the Super Bowl, and then it's Matthew Stafford leaving Detroit, couldn't win a playoff game there, gets to L.A., wins three. Odell Beckham Jr., he was an issue in Cleveland, comes to L.A., and he's just a stud. Everyone loves him again, and now they're all in the Super Bowl, and so the storylines are fantastic. But when I really look at this game and I have to pick a winner, I honestly think I'm going to go with Cincinnati just because I want L.A. to win. But I just I can't overlook Joe Burrow anymore right now. It's just I, they, I was like, they barely scooted by the Raiders. They barely scooted by the Titans. They barely scooted by the Chiefs. And like they barely scooted by into the Super Bowl. If you barely scoot by and win the Super Bowl, you're still Super Bowl champions. And I think they have a real possibility of doing that. I like the team defensively. They're confident. I don't think they can necessarily slow down everything the Rams do, but I think they can keep up with them long enough to where Matthew Stafford then tries to play hero ball and commits a turnover late, and that's how Cincinnati wins. Or if it comes down to a game-winning field goal, I'm taking McPherson over everybody. So why why do you want the Rams to win the game? Like, just out of curiosity? Like, is it just because um, you had them going to the Super Bowl at the start of the year? So like, well, you're that just like, in like – I do like the fact that, like, Cooper Cup's had an impressive year. Like, Cam Akers is coming off an Achilles injury. He's been playing well. You got Matthew Stafford, that story. I've always been a big fan of Matthew Stafford, kind of rooting for him all the way back to his days in Georgia. Going to Detroit, I always thought they would be better, and I was like, okay, he got to a point where he wasn't getting the credit that he deserved for as well as he was playing and through the injuries that he played through, and now he's in L.A., and there's a little rough stretch we know where he was like, what, seven turnovers in four games, and it wasn't looking good there. And then you get to the playoffs, and he, he is making the right plays. He is helping the team win. And then, like, you you look at the, the front office, too, and they're just willing to sell out and be like, fuck, first-round draft picks. Don't even care. Let's get rid of these and just go win. And if, like, that becomes a winning formula, you're going to start seeing everyone else do it, too, and just go get proven players and find ways to manipulate the salary cap, especially with as much as it is going to be probably the next two to three years with all these TV deals coming up as well. I just think it goes to show like the Rams found a different way to go about it. And there's a possibility that they could have found huge amounts of success with it and already have, but like winning it proves all that. Totally. And I, I love like that, that portion of it, like that last part of you, like it could change the game of people like trading more picks and like trading is just exciting. So yeah, I'm with you there. Um, this one's tough, man. I, I think it's actually going to be a good game. Um, 
I took advantage of when uh, last week when the number jumped to four and a half for um, the Rams over Cincinnati. Um, and I took Cincinnati at plus four and a half because um, I think that it's going to be closer than that. It, the number's already back down to, depending on where you're looking, three or three and a half. So it jumped up for like, literally like two days and then dropped back down because um, they noticed that everybody was betting on the Bengals. Um, so I'm going to take the... I'm going to take the Rams to win this game. I, I do think they win, but I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I don't know if I'm going to say I'm rooting for a team or not, um, yeah. but like, I mean, I just want a good game. I mean, I like the idea that Cincinnati winning it. I will say that. Like, I, I like <laughs> that idea, but like also like to all the points you gave, I'm, I'm like, I would not be like, walking away from that game and like, gosh dang it the rams won like i'd be like, pretty excited for a lot of their plays they have a lot of yeah. guys that i like you know there's that little bit of you know butt hurtness that like if if jalen won one like that would that would sting a little bit you know like as a jags fan like if, if ramsey got it like it would hurt yeah. a little bit but also like i wouldn't actually but i kind of would be happy for him too like I don't, I know I don't have a problem with the way he like wanted to leave Jacksonville for the way that the you know organization was being ran at that point. So I yeah. kind of get that as well, but like it just hurts because like Jalen was you my guy. Here. Like Jalen was my guy. Like that was like like that. I went to the draft. Literally, that's the draft I went to because I knew that they were gonna get him. Like it was just like it was him or Bosa. And I'm like, I'm gonna be pumped on either one of these guys, like <laughs> you know, like that type of stuff. So, anyways, yeah, so I'm kind of with you there. Um, so I guess. We're both, in a sense, I mean, I mean, think that kind the Rams of going are going to win, the Rams, but, but, but not like, but not at the same time. Yeah, it's like this weird thing. But I just I mean, feel like I'm running into Joe Burrow. It's like I don't really want to doubt the guy anymore because I kind of totally. doubted him. I don't want to say doubted him because I did say Cincinnati was a Super Bowl contender like six weeks ago, seven, eight weeks ago now at this point. But when I said that, I was like, eh, you know, like they're going to win like a playoff game or two, and it's going to like be impressive. I didn't expect him to actually make it all the way to the Super Bowl. So it kind of works out in my favor, but at the same time it hurts because I had to beat Kansas City. And it's just yeah. like son of a bitch. Like, all right. Yeah. Um, totally agree. So let's go on to just a few, I mean, few of my favorite bets um that I've like either done or I'm heading out to do here shortly, actually. Um, so I already said I took, you know, Bengals at plus four and a half there. Um smashing the um, over on T Higgins receiving yards right now it's at 68 and a half or 69 and a half, depending on where you're going, like smashing nice. that. Like, I think that's going to be, it. I think Williams on the opposite side has been struggling and you know, Ramsey's going to be covering and shadowing Jamar chase. So I think it's going to be a Higgins, a Higgins game there. Um, also I'm going to take the over on his longest reception right now. It's at 24 and a half yards. I'm going to take the over on that. For Higgins? Um, for Higgins, correct. Yep. Um, I actually put a couple dollars down on um, on Cooper Cup winning MVP. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, like, if you look at it, like, there's a lot of history of, like, other players. Outside. I know everybody's like, it's a quarterback, so they're going to win it. Yeah. But, like, there's, a, there's also a lot of history of, like, other team, like, other players, like, winning MVP. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, like Julian Edelman def- in recent years, San Antonio I mean, you have Holmes. defensive players. Yes, yeah, Antonio yeah. Holmes. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, Vaughn I mean, Miller in terms of defense, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the worry is, like, Stafford or Burrow are going to get the Patrick Mahomes treatment. And I don't want to call it Patrick Mahomes treatment, but, like, in that sense, because, like, he clearly did not w- deserve to win MVP of the Super Bowl that game. Like, that was a Damian Williams award. And you cannot c- convince me otherwise. You just can't. can't. 
I'm not going to convince you, but I can tell you why you did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but you can't convince me is what I'm saying. Like you, you can throw out your stuff and I'm going to go, yeah, but I watched the game and it was Damian Williams that changed that game. Not, not Patrick Mahomes. So it's fine. We'll disagree on that one. Um, Longest field goal. Who is it going to be? McPherson or, or Matt Gay? McPherson, obviously. (laughs) So putting money down on that bet. Do you think so? You think he'll have the longest one? Yeah, because like Matt Gay has been missing from long distance. I don't even. I think if they even get into that area of that fifty yarder, they'll just go for it now. <laughs> like, <Fuck> it. <laughs> yeah, they're just be like, no, we'll go for it. And then the Bengals, like, they're gonna be like, kid can't miss. You yeah. don't fucking miss. Don't miss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I like that. Uh, taking the under on the first half of the game. Um, currently at. It was like 28 or 29 last time I checked somewhere in that area or sorry, 25. Yeah. 24 and a half, 24 and a half. I'm taking the under for, for points scored under overall in the first half. Oh, okay. Okay. First half, first half. That's fair. First half. It's always the fourth quarter where everyone's kind of got it figured out and they start. You're going to have jitters. You're going to have jitters that first quarter. It's going to be super low. They'll start getting in the second quarter, but like by that time, it's too late to get the get the over. So 20, 25, I mean, you're basically needing both teams to be over 14, you know, at that point. So obviously I can do math and that's 28, but you know what I'm saying. Um, and then actually my favorite bet that um, I'm doing is Joe Burrow throwing an interception. Who do you think picks him off? Um, I have no idea. I just I'm think, I just think... <laughs> Utah, great. That's fine. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate that. Um, <laughs> Utah, great. He is. He is. He's like one of my favorite Utah players of all time. Uh, maybe is my favorite Utah player of all time. Um, but like, I think that pass rush is just going to get so so much pressure that like Burrow's just going to force one. Like he's just going to at some yeah. point in the game he's going to force one and it's going to get picked off. So I love the 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 over under is 0.5. So basically you just throw one or don't throw one. It turns into a pick six. Uh pending no, on goal no, line tries to make something happen with the pass rush. No, no, I don't I don't think that like I think if he throws a pick, it's gonna be like middle of the field, like around like the 40 <laughs> yard line. Down there. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, right. So um, but that's one of my favorite bets is is Burrow throwing a pick. So those are just some ones that like, you know, I'm gonna make a whole bunch more and I'm probably gonna post them all on so on social um on Saturday. Like here's all the bets that I did make um just so we can kind of follow along together. But like those are yep. some ones that like those were like I have like tiers of like ones that I like a lot, ones that I don't and like those are the ones that I like a lot. And given understanding like Cooper Cup MVP is not like something that I'm trusting, but like the odds are like some somewhat surprisingly like good for him. Like I get a gut feeling about Odell where the Bengals are going to be paying so much attention to Cooper cup and Stafford and Odell just continue to build the relationship through this extra week through the playoffs as well. It's like, Hey, these guys are actually, you're going to get more of those little, like, you know, a slant or like one of those sluggos that just take off. You know what I mean? You just get a big yeah. chunk play out of it. And it's like, we've just been kind of missing these big explosion plays. Here it is. And I go score off of it. I could see that. Like a yard um, after catch turns into a touchdown. Yeah, I could see that. Um, so for me, like this is this is where I'm at. So I think that if if Odell and Cooper Cup both score a touchdown, Stafford is going to be, and assuming the Rams win, right? Then Stafford will win MVP. 
But if mm. it is like only one of them scoring multiple touchdowns, then I think that's when you have the argument for that receiver or running back or whoever, yeah. right? Anybody, any non quarterback, like they have to have multiple touchdowns and basically they have to have all the touchdowns. <laughs> like just because Stafford has three touchdowns doesn't mean he's going to be MVP if Cooper Cup has all three of them. If yeah. that makes sense. Like, and maybe that's like obvious, like maybe that's like an obvious statement there, but like, that's like in my brain, kind of like why I was going Cooper cup. Cause I'm like, I think it's just going to be Cooper cup in the end zone. Like around here. I think that he's just so methodical, so shifty. Like he knows like what to do, but I do also recognize that like when they're in the red zone, like it does feel like Odell's getting a fair amount of targets yeah. as well. So, yeah. So anyways, those are some that I have right now. You know, I'll be, I'll be posting more and i'll be doing a lot more bets i'm sure um one question i have for you sorry actually do you have anything more for the super bowl i do not okay so not that i'm trying to go back to you know a heart-wrenching loss um but i guess two questions so is is the enemy coming back then? So like, cause like I'm confused by the report, right? So like, obviously he was interviewing and then it was like, okay, he's going to come back. But then it was like, but his contract is expiring. So like, did they like resign him or is like, they haven't yet. No. So okay. there's, I mean, there's a possibility. Eric Bienemy is just jobless. If Kansas city doesn't resign him. And honestly, when I think what's best for both parties is to move on from Eric Bienemy and allow him to go somewhere else and possibly find success whether that is in Minnesota, because I think they still have an offensive coordinator position open. If you go to Minnesota and you get success there or have success there as an offensive coordinator in any capacity, hey, there's a possibility you get the head coach job at that. Because I think he's just stuck with who's actually calling plays here. Like, Mahal, or how much credit Mahal, do you get? Yeah. A thousand percent. Like, and give it, I know it's going to be Press Taylor most likely in Jacksonville, but I would not not hate him coming to Jacksonville for the OC job. Like I was not a, I, I mean, we, we went over this a couple of weeks ago. Like I'm, I'm not like a big Eric B for a head coaching position. Yeah. And, and again, that's me just going off of history of, at Colorado. Like that's all yeah. it is, you know? So like, but like, I would love, you know, I'd love to see it. So um, yeah. So we have that. And then, sorry. So explain to me. And again, this is not me talking shit. My team is literally the worst. We've had the number one pick back-to-back years like we're literally the worst <laughs> so this is not me talking shit but like how do you go like two of the biggest playoff games ever with not scoring a touchdown in the second half like two times not just once but two times what do you mean i mean against the Bengals, they did not score a touchdown in the second half and yeah. then in the super bowl they did not score a touchdown in the second half they didn't score a touchdown at all in the Super Bowl. Also true, but I'm just pointing yeah. out. Just I'm just trying to. I'm just trying um, to be nice and say just, the second no, half. Yeah, it just like, turns into hero ball, and uh, like you can put the blame on Patrick Mahomes, and you can put the blame on Andy Reid to where Andy Reid wants to call pass plays or the options of you know like an RPO, and most like sweet, I get the option. I'm fucking throwing the ball, and there's just so many times where he gets away with it more than you know he fails, and so like when you get in those situations, you see the human element or the. I want to be the one that makes a play and put my team on my back. And he's done it time and time again. I mean, he did it in the, the Bills game. You know what I mean? Where 13 seconds left, you help the team get down there. And, you know, we get the mic'd up recording of it to see Travis Kelsey really kind of piece that together. Mahomes is still going to make the throws. They still got to get the right calls in. And then, you know, over time, the throw to Hardman, just other throws like Tyreek at the beginning of that game. It's just there's so many times where he makes those crazy plays where he just 
has the mindset of like, I can do this. And he, and again, he has so many times. Yep. It's just, it's tough when you get moments like that. It's like, you got to find a way to balance the offense again. So you can hit the deep shots because like, I mean, you look at Cincinnati and the way they talk about it. And I was like, yeah, we, we realized they just wanted to throw the ball. And if we just kind of keep them contained and not let them have any deep shots, their offense just stalls out. And that's exactly what happens. And you get Clyde, you know, as a first round draft pick, run the Dunks. fucking ball. Like you got Darrell Williams, like run the ball. These guys, you know, Shit, you have Jerick McKinnon who looked has amazing. Looked like he's been a stud. Yes. I mean, he even was in the first half. Like the first yeah. couple of drives were just all like oh. Jerick McKinnon. Just, we're going to dump the ball off and go like that just somehow disappears out of the offense. And it's like, you have to find a way to get that balance back and get back on track. So you can then get the deep shots. I also think this entire season and playoff run showcased how much the chiefs not necessarily missed sammy watkins but that third receiving weapon as like a true number two receiver because yeah, it goes kelsey hill but and then it went sammy watkins you need someone else in the mix including with the running back because the special thing about sammy when he was healthy he could make a play after the catch you know what i mean like we've totally. seen it against jacksonville that a couple years ago boom catches across the middle makes one juke he's gone opens up the season with a bang and it's like okay that's you need someone else to do that it's like well that's McCall Hardman like and McCall Hardman's all gimmicks you know he, Mahomes doesn't trust him in his routes he doesn't they're they're not allowing McCall to kind of have the full route tree or be that type of option and it's not that he can't do it they're just not allowing him to do it so you got to go find someone that you can trust and will allow to do it who can then once they catch the ball make a play and run physical with it yeah agreed agreed interesting okay I just wanted to hear your take on it just because I mean Everybody has their own opinions on all of that yeah. type of stuff. So it's, it's fun to hear. So, well, dude, guess what? That finishes season three for us. That's crazy <laughs> to say. <laughs> like, it is actually no like, shit. Literally last episode before like season th- three is done. Um, obviously we got, we got the off season um, for all of our listeners. We've yet to come up with the schedule. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it all out um, just over time. Um, but we'll be back. I mean, we'll, I'm sure we'll do another like recap of the game and stuff like that yeah. for sure next week. And then hopefully have like an answer for you, but yeah. Um, kind of all I got, man. Yeah. Same here. It was great seeing you and talking to you again. Great. Great seeing you, bud. <laughs> um, so we appreciate y'all enjoy the Super Bowl, Enjoy the food, the friends, the family, the game, just, just enjoy it all. It's, it's a good time. This weekend's fantastic. Cause uh, for, you know, golf nerds like me as well you have the waste management open as well and like it's just awesome to like like be watching that like that tournament's awesome because now this is going to turn into a golf podcast um it's because like that's the one like fans can get rowdy in like it's just like it doesn't matter like there's just tons of drinking and like yelling and stuff like that like it's just fun so like it's just like all right i like to watch that like i don't watch like pregame of like the super bowl because i'm just like not into that like it's just like yeah "Eh, whatever you're all repeating the same thing that's been said for the last two weeks um so just watch golf until until kickoff time it's great while you're while you're cooking up the food um, I know you guys did, and sorry, I know we got. To, I said we're getting out, but now I got another question. And I know you guys did your whole take um, on mic'd up, given I haven't listened yet today. But like, I know you guys were doing the food take for the Super Bowl, the spread. Just like favorite food of the Super Bowl, like what is it for you? Favorite food to eat while watching the Super Bowl? Yeah, or just uh, I'm a I'm a snacker, dude. I like. I, everyone's like, oh, you got to have like three big meals a day and you're good. Fuck that, dude. I'm going to have about 17 meals a day and it's just going to be little snacks. If I could live that way, I would just yeah. find a healthy snack to kind of just eat periodically throughout the day. Cause like there'll be times like bartending wise, like <laughs> I'm hungry. We got good soup. 
bitch, I'm taking a five minute break. I'm gonna give myself a little bowl, put some crackers in that fucker. And I'll be sitting there scooping it up. Yeah. Like I just, so, I get hungry and it's like, let me just freaking eat this little soup real quick. And they're, they're little cups, real little cups. It takes real quick. And then it's just, you go back. It's like, it's now that I'm saying it out loud, it's like a stress to you. Cause I get pissed so, off at someone. It's like, I'm not going to sit here and yell at you. Cause yeah. Instead this, of smoking, I'm going to go have some soup. <laughs> instead of smoking, he eats soup. <laughs> that's yeah, what he does. That's exactly it. Yeah. I'm not about to start smoking. Cause I hate when people, I fucking hate that. Like, I'm going to go take a smoke break. Like, all right, smoke all your right. cancer stick. Yeah. Whatever. So, so sorry, let me rephrase the question. I don't know if you completely understood what I was I, uh, I don't think I did answer. Uh, pizza's good. That's that's okay. the answer. I like eating pizza okay. while watching the Super Bowl. Okay. That's that's Never good. Got. Some cookies. Yeah. Cookies. Yeah, for sure. Like I did notice like because they have the, the thing that's going around on Twitter that's like the thing. Like nobody put cookies on their items. And I'm like, dude, I'm I like all full. Oh, did you? I, I didn't see yours, but like I was just like. I'm like, that would be on mine. Cause I'm like, I eat like, you know, like whatever the meal is like, if it's wings or if it's brisket or whatever, and then like tons of like chips and dip and veg, I do agree with your guys' take on like the veggie trays. Like it, it's underrated. Like it's nice yep. little like switch, you know, switch up. But then by like the third quarter, like I don't want that stuff anymore. Like I'm like, yeah. just give me, give me like a brownie and like a cookie and like, I'll just like, just eat that. And then like I get my sugar, my little sugar high for like that fourth quarter. And then yep. just go. And like, it's fantastic. It's great. I, I I like taking like when they get like the big chocolate chip cookies and you could just like break it in half and like totally. You just freaking take a bite and go. Yeah. And you just sit there and watch the game. Let's just watch the game. I might exactly. take because we're watching the Super Bowl at the restaurant. I might take my own like cookies and milk. Yeah, Screw you cool. guys. This is my fourth quarter snack. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's it's a restaurant, get to, like, huh? Put that's this interesting. In, uh, yeah, it's a little different, but I think it's going to be nice. We don't have to worry about a pickup and clean. You know what I mean? Setting totally. things up and cleaning. All that up, makes so. sense. I I have a problem like going to bars and stuff, watching games because like I like to hear things, which is funny though because I actually mute my TV sometimes when I'm at home, <laughs> and so like like just randomly like if Even I'm like during sick the Super Bowl. Not during the Super Bowl. I mean, just like normal uh, football games. Like randomly, I'll just be like, I'm sick of hearing you say dumb shit. And I'm not I'm not saying like Tony Romo, because I know that you guys, uh, especially know, is like not a big yeah. Tony Romo guy. Like I, I actually like Romo. Um, yeah. But I mean, he's not Greg Olson. I think Greg Olson's a lot better. But um, anyways, but like sometimes I just mute it. But like, so I guess it's just the, the overall noise, like just the noise that at a restaurant yeah. or a bar that like it distracts me. And I feel like I don't watch the games as closely when I'm, when i'm doing that so yeah that's understandable i've just i'm personally i'm just used to it being you know always going somewhere watching the big game so yeah that's fair. even that's even fair. before doing all this it was usually take the lady out and it's like i guess i'll just fucking watch the game while i listen to your how your freaking week went in school so tough life tough life you live so <laughs> yeah it's right. brutal 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 okay we appreciate y'all enjoy the game enjoy the weekend and today we've been talking football.